Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk some Badger football now. Uh, Colton Bartholomew, Wisconsin State Journal, Madison.com. You can find his stuff on Twitter at cbartwsj, cbartwsj on Twitter. Colton, how you doing, man? What's going on? I'm great. How are you, Bill? We're doing well today. So I, uh, I wanted to ask you, what is... The latest, because I was uh, asked again today, this morning I was working out, and somebody came up and said, hey, are they really going to be able to play college football with fans in the stands? Do we have anything definitively yet out of, we'll start with Madison, but I know out of the rest of the collegiate ranks, you know, Ohio State guys are reporting. I know that Alabama people are reporting, and they've had a couple of guys test positive, but get us the, give us the latest on what's going on in our own backyard. Sure. So uh, Madison athletes, uh, football and volleyball players, were just allowed to come back to campus this week. And there's going to be a week of testing for COVID-19 and kind of monitoring their health uh, once they're back here on campus for a week. And then they'll get to start working out in the facility next week. Um, I think the biggest question is, you know, once they start getting the football team back together and working out in some of the smaller groups they're starting with, once they start getting into July and August when the whole team comes together, is how can they decrease or mitigate the risk, you know, of spreading the, the, the virus between themselves and becoming, you know, a hotspot on campus. Um, and really what's going to come down to is constant testing, which they're going to be able to start doing uh, pretty soon here with, you know, temperature reading. They're going to do a nasal swab right when they get back to campus to, to check them for COVID-19. But I think it's going to come down to can they be together training, doing a real, you know, training camp, uh, without spreading disease amongst themselves. And then you start looking at, you know, who are your opponents, what are their rate of infection, things like that. So I think we're on the right path right now. Things are happening that need to happen for football to happen. It's just can that sustain, can you, you know, mitigate this risk and not have a breakout among some of these teams that would potentially throw a wrench into having a season. How good are, just on the field, how good are the Badgers going to be? You know, you, you look at what they're bringing back. On offense, there's a lot of questions when you lose a guy like Jonathan Taylor. How do you replace all that production? And then there's some questions at the receiver position after Quintez Cephas left. Um, but I think the line's going to be solid again. Uh, they're only losing, you know, Biotish and uh, one other starter on the offensive line. But I think what you're going to end up seeing is, you know, how much that running back position 
becomes a committee because there's so many guys that have the talent, three and four star recruits in that backfield in the next couple of years. You know, how many guys can they work in that spot to try to cobble together what Jonathan Taylor did? You know, I don't think you're going to see a 2,000 yard rusher uh, in next year's backfield, but maybe you've got, you know, four or five guys that are in that 800, 900 yard range and Hopefully health doesn't, you know, strike the tight end position like it did last season. So you can have some of the tight end production that Wisconsin's so used to, and it's not just Jake Ferguson. So uh, I think they're looking at, you know, a nine ten win season again. It's just going to depend on, you know, how this offense can, you know, replace that production. Because I think when you look at the defense, nine returning starters. Obviously the two that left were pretty great, but I think there's a ton of talent to work with on the defense, and that's going to be what they're able to lean on again. Talking with Colton Bartholomew of the Wisconsin State Journal and Madison.com, talking to Badger football. Uh, is the quarterback position a competition at that position, or is it is it pretty much decided at this point what is going to happen? You know, it's a great question, and I think not having spring practices really hurt the ability for it to be a true competition because you look at spring practices last season, Graham Burtz comes in, He's a freshman. He's still just figuring out the offense, and you know he, he's not there mentally just with with the system to really compete when you get to fall camp. And Jack Cohn steps up and had a really good fall camp. Now you go into this spring where you know in theory Graham Burtz was able to catch up mentally and with grasping the system. Then it just becomes a physical competition. You know who executes the best, who gives the offense its most you know or its best weapon at that spot. Not having these spring practices to show that though to me, it makes it really hard to go into fall camp and say, we're going to spend the first two, three weeks battling out this for this quarterback spot and then maybe have to adjust the offense from there depending on who wins. So I think with what happened, you're going to have to see Jack Cohn kind of hold on to that spot while Graham Mertz gets some more reps early on in the season. Obviously, they burned his red shirt last season, so they're going to try to get him in the games more often. It's just how they can do that with maintaining the flow of the offense while I think Jack Cohn beats the starter. Um, also, when it comes to the offense, you mentioned, you know, obviously no Cephas, no Jonathan Taylor. Uh, so is could you say this has to be, again, a stable 50-50 pass run, or is it going to be more, do you think, uh, going to end up being, say, 70-30 run to pass? I mean, are you going to see – because you always want to run behind that big offensive line, but – they, without Jonathan Taylor and that ability to make that jump cut and have a quick guy to get downfield that we haven't seen yet, what do you, what do you think this offense is going to look like? Yeah, I think it's going to stay relatively balanced. It's just going to depend on how the receiver position develops because you know you lose a guy like Cephas who is a true number one, and now you've got guys like Danny Davis and Kendrick Pryor that are going to step up in those number one and two roles. You know, who can come in behind them and add that third receiver element? Or can it be a tight end that ends up splitting out more like Jake Ferguson or some of the guys behind him that bring you that receiving threat? Because right now you're looking at a situation where this offense has the line to run the ball, but maybe not the most consistent or the most proven backfield. Or, you know, a quarterback that's smart with the football and can make plays down the field, but not a ton of receivers that you feel super confident throwing it to down the field. So it's really going to depend on how well this receiver class uh, behind the top two develop in the summer and in the fall camp. Uh, to really kind of determine how you're going to balance this offense. I mean, it's Wisconsin. They're going to run the ball. You know that. But how much they can maybe open up a little bit and challenge some teams downfield more uh, will depend on these receivers. What is the uh, what's, what's the defense going to look like? I know, you know, you obviously you lose some linebackers and such, but um, what is this defense going to look like? How deep are they? 
you know, that's it, probably the most deep secondary they've had in a long time. When you look at the amount of guys that played significant reps last season that are all returning, you're going to have you know your, your top five uh, defensive backs returning from last season and then multiple guys behind them that played a lot of snaps as well. You get a guy like Scott Nelson back who's a veteran that had his season cut short with an injury last year. So I think it's going to be a little bit different where you know maybe the, the pass rush was the strength of the team last season. Uh, this season it might be uh, the secondary and the pass coverage that ends up being the strength, while the the pass co- pass rush, I should say, uh, catches up a little bit later on in the year because they're replacing a guy like Zach Bond. So I think this season you're going to see a secondary that's uh, really hit its stride late last year, and I think it's going to continue that this season. Uh, before I let you go, by the way, we're sitting here talking with Colton Bartholomew of the Wisconsin State Journal and Madison.com. They start off with Indiana, and uh, while Indiana for a long time was kind of the doormat, Indiana's had a little bit of a resurgence, better quarterback play, better wide receivers, and offense that started to tick. How much uh, right out of the chute do you think uh, that that Indiana presents any kind of a problem, if at all, for the uh, Badgers? Oh, I think it's a significant problem because, like I mentioned, they're they're really going to have to figure out some new playmakers on offense, and when you're in – one of those non-conference games against some of the lesser schools, you might be able to figure out where guys can play a little bit better and you know, not have as much pressure. You're like, your, your talent is going to be more significantly better against them than a Big Ten school. Um, and like you mentioned, Indiana had a really solid season last year, and they can score. There's no doubt about it. You look at the last three years, they're putting up about 30 points a game. It's just their defense hasn't been able to come along. So I think it works out for the Badgers in that, the defense is going to be ahead of the offense early on in the season, I believe. So being able to maybe shut down Indiana's offense might not be as difficult for the defense. It's just how much can the Badgers' offense can, uh, you know, establish a playmaker, establish a new running back, uh, get some new receivers, you know, in the fold um, early on in the season against a Big Ten opponent will be tough. But uh, I, I would imagine they'd win that game, especially because that Camp Randall. But I think it's much tougher than trying to play a non-conference smaller school. All the eyes were on this schedule this season, obviously, because of that Saturday, October 3rd matchup with Notre Dame at Lambeau Field with that, uh, you know, if you want to call it a home-and-home, if you will. But uh, what do we know about that game, if anything, right now? It seems like it's in flux, right? So, you know, last week Chris McIntosh, the uh, deputy athletic director, says that there hasn't been any discussion about moving the game. And then last night Brian Kelly on the radio, the Notre Dame head coach, says that, you know, they're in discussions now of possibly moving the game from Lambeau down to South Bend. So uh, I'd say it's in flux right now. Obviously both teams want to play the game because it's a great non-conference opponent for both of them. Um, To me the, the question there is if you were to move the game out of Lambeau, which is going to be like a home game for Wisconsin, I, I would imagine you'd have to move the game out of Soldier Field the next season because that's going to be like a home game for Notre Dame. You can't have a home-and-home home with two home games for one team. So right. Um, it, it, right now it's in flux, but I would imagine that they want to keep uh, the game at Lambeau so then they can do the game at Soldier Field as well. So uh, it, it's in the air, but I would imagine that Wisconsin's trying to keep it at Lambeau. Colton, great stuff. I appreciate the updates on everything out there regarding the Badgers, and uh, we will talk to you again soon, okay? I appreciate it. Thanks, pal. Talk to you later. Colton Bartholomew of the Wisconsin State Journal, Madison.com, joining us. You can find him on Twitter, by the way, at CBartWSJ. Uh, he joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.